0: Welcome back to Dating Games, a modern relationships podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Temps, and our guest this week, I'm going to read a little bit of the blurb from their management company, because I think it's very well written. And so according to them, our guest can often be heard expressing herself, in brackets, yelling at people in bars about the trials and tribulations of being a short Bangladeshi Canadian Muslim female type person in Britain. As a comedian, our guest has enjoyed touring Funny Femmes, Triple Bill, a split hour from three comedians. Charlie George, who has been on this season of the podcast, is one of them. So with all that said, please welcome to your ears, Charlene Johan. Hello! Hello! <laughs> hey. The listeners don't know this, but you put yourself on mute because you're like, oh, I'll I'll cringe and I'll make noises if he says anything nice about
1: me. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's so bad. But I think that's the most British thing I, uh, that's pretty British of me.
0: Yes. And you've (laughs) got to immediately cancel it out, right? With being like, oh, no, but not really. Oh, but I'm actually really awful in this other way.
1: Exactly. Or like, but like, it can't be too extreme in any way. It's like, it's, it's like a bit terrible. You can't just say it's terrible. It's a bit terrible. So I'm like, it's too full on to be happy or sad. Just be in the middle. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking now.
0: I get it. It's, it could be a stressful existence. Ideas of, I think, British politeness in in particular is the one that confuses me. All these rules... And the idea is they add up to being a good person, but also you have to feel guilty.
1: And now I understand the weather chat because like social norms is so difficult that I'd rather just talk about the weather. You can't get it wrong.
0: Yeah, you thought like, that you was a core the part. Of, <laughs> you thought that was a core part of the culture and actually it's just collectively people opting out of it. <laughs> I mean like yeah, it's too yeah. stressful to, to do small talk. So we've just decided this is the one bit of safe ground.
1: I agree and I support it. I was like, fuck it. Oh, I don't know if I can swear. You can swear. Oh, fuck it. Uh, I'm not going to try all of these rules. So it's a bit cloudy today, isn't it? It
0: it really is. Yeah. Same here in Dublin. Good broad clouds.
1: What a a good conversation we just had.
0: Look at us making friends. All right. I think we might circle back to culture in a bit. But for now, you've got a story to share.
1: Oh, right. So I talk about this on stage, but uh, I think... It's interesting enough to talk about. So basically, I found that this from my mom two years ago. I'm an Asian woman in my 30s, and my mom uh, freaked out a little bit. And without telling me, like without my knowledge, she put an ad out in a Bangladeshi newspaper asking people to call in if they wanted to marry me. You know, just relatable stuff. We've all been there, <laughs> haven't we?
0: Yeah, just, just normal normal parent stuff advertise you in a different country.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't live there, but it's just like, so yeah, it's really common common stuff. Anyway, and she, she told me two years after the fact because, like, all the guys who called in were awful. And I'm like, what? That's so surprising that that's what you're going to get from a random ad in a newspaper. And I don't know even what level of newspaper it was. Like, and it's a it's an interesting story. Anyway, anyway.
0: Is this where you find out she put it in the wrong newspaper? And it's like <laughs> it's like cattle for sale. She's <laughs> like, I've I've just got to put the ad everywhere. We just got it. We got to find her husband.
1: And you know what? Like, it was a little bit like that, wasn't it? Just like ah, cattle for sale. Oh no. Anyway, it was it was it was really funny because like it was only a couple of years ago. So we had apps like there was other options available but she like no fuck that this seems like the best way to do this and yeah
0: yes and i found out years ago via the back of a bus where you find out about all life's best products that there is a site for muslim parents to match their kids where mus-match. they do it in... oh i thought musmatch was for the people themselves this was specifically for the parents to make profiles of their kids. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, what's that called?
0: I don't remember now. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm sure I she could find check- it.
1: In case my parents put it up there as well. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't trust them.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, but that was just something where I was like, conflicted about it. Because I was like, on one hand, this is wild. And on an- another part of me was like, I mean, outsourcing it. If I have yeah. parents that I could trust to choose me someone cool than no. maybe this
1: that's an oxymoron like parents you can yeah. trust to do like that doesn't <laughs> exist it's just crazy but um i actually my parents strongly rec- recommended that i go on musmat once and so i did and there's a lot of people who are like i have a son you don't need to know what he looks like but just why don't you marry him and i'm like wow imagine well, that from about.
0: your own mother you don't need to know what he looks like it's <laughs> not high praise is it
1: yeah but men don't have to look good women have to look good that's that's the little bit of the culture no it doesn't it's not always true but a little it is a little bit true
0: i knew about the apps i didn't maybe this is my own naivety i was like no maybe they're successfully keeping the parents out but of course they're not how could they how could they have a hope
1: no no 100 percent. they're they're involved in everything all the time i mean i'm making it sound like my parents suck like my parents are hilarious people unintentionally hilarious people um and they're just doing what they think is best for me but I I thought I knew all of their crazies until I saw the ad and then I was like oh there's there's a new level
0: yeah and so how far does this go so do they have an ideal person in mind for you do they have it all mapped out in their head
1: no I think it's uh well I'm in my 30s now so uh just a man is I think their criteria or well, like with a high education. Ruffles. Yeah. Uh, but they don't care if he's boring. They don't care if what he looks like. Just just a guy. So I can have a baby. Is I think the extent of it.
0: And so by contrast, how is it going, you looking for somebody yourself?
1: It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone the opposite way, out of sheer tantrum. Is that the word? I've gone the opposite way. And I, uh, basically, I, I am lonely. So I've downloaded all the apps and I've made a profile, but I'm also scared of human beings now. So I won't open any of their messages. So I think that's a pretty good middle ground. What, what, so what yeah. about you? <laughs>
0: uh, I think I'm the opposite side of that, where I'm getting back on the apps and I'm meeting a lot of people that are, you <laughs> who are just not active on there or if they are i think yeah there is a cautiousness and i think a lot of it is covid where people are even sort of pessimistic about messaging and getting a conversation going and i'm like that's that's not how you catch it you're you're still you can talk to me that's okay
1: what i hundred percent. that's how you catch it <laughs> this i'm worried about covid right now <laughs> <laughs> like from catching it from you, this is this is it, right? Comes so through the basketball. internet, five G. Bill Gates is listening, isn't that? No, um, <laughs> that's not why I'm not. I I don't engage. It's just like it's because everyone talks about how they got lonely in COVID, and then as soon as they could, they were out on dates because they were so lonely. But I'm fairly sure there's a few people like me who became scared of the human race
0: oh 100 percent. oh yeah they're they're definitely out there and you've just got me thinking about that strange oxymoron that in many ways we need to use the internet to be social nowadays but the internet is also the place that often makes us worse humans that fills our heads with like biased nonsense and means that we're not actually really connecting with anybody so Maybe, maybe you setting up the, the app and uh, leaving it there is is the healthy choice. But your your matches, they'll be missing you.
1: No, but the thing is, I don't read any of the messages, so they know that I'm not like just leaving them in scene status. Does that make sense? So I guess I've got a method to the madness. Like <laughs> I'll set up the profile, but I won't engage with you at all. So I'm in a like a, in this liminal space where I've both matched and am interacting, but not interacting.
0: Yeah, so I'm that's crazy. really committing to it there, where you're like, I've done my bit of legwork. You've now got to find me. <laughs> Good luck getting in <laughs> touch with me. <laughs> so uh, I, I think a stalker or a hacker is uh, who you're destined to be with, no?
1: I'm going to say... It. It's a Bollywood movie scenario that I've just set up, but they tend to be really stalkers and hackers if you really boil it. Like, they're hot, so it's fine. Like, if you you think about, like, Bollywood or Hollywood movies about, like, romantic tropes where the guy hunts her down, it's okay because they're hot, right? So. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I'm seeing it more a romantic stalkery scenario, mostly because they're hot in my head. Yeah. That's that's what I was saying.
0: Okay, there's a logic that I can follow there, and so <laughs> when you have been on dates, talk me through any any particular things you find coming up commonly. dating quirks, should we say?
1: Yeah, I don't know how to date British guys, mostly because I don't know when they like me. It's very confusing, like it's it, it's a it, them liking me and not liking me looks exactly the same. Uh, And I just thought I was really ugly for the first two years of living in the UK. I don't know how you you felt about it.
0: Yeah, I can definitely relate to that, where there's an awkwardness and I don't know what the solution is, because I talked to another guest, Alex Keeley, about this the other day. And he's very much the, the archetype of this, where in trying to be a good person, he in many ways makes himself even more awkward and even more closed off to connection, because He's so busy trying not to be like the Larry guy in a bar or a cat caller or whatever else that he actually finds himself not approaching people at all
1: yeah I was actually listening to that episode and I'm like, God damn you Alex Keeley, you are every guy I've ever met Jesus Christ because it, I think yeah. it goes the opposite way where I'm like oh they're not interested at all like if, if I saw even like a hint of interest, that I could like grasp onto that I could be like, oh, maybe I'll like, you know, strike up a conversation, you know, like do do something. But because I see absolutely nothing and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess I continue to be ugly. That's that's what it is. Mom, do you got a second ad ready? Cause it's not working here. <laughs>
0: and so what's your approach do you find you tend to still get as far as a date in the past and then you're on the date being like is there any sign that this guy is interested how do you navigate that
1: when you're on the date then I think it's been a kind of agreed that you find each other slightly attractive anyway but I find it really hard because I I like meeting people in real life. Uh, I find apps really weird. So if I meet somebody on an app and then I go on a date with them, it's not hard to figure that out. But if I meet somebody in real life, there's very few times where that has led to a date. Does that make sense?
0: Mm, Yeah, interesting. And do you think that's partly you've got that clue that you've got some hint that they have some level of interest versus in the real world, you're like, "I, I have nothing to go on?
1: Yeah, because you can tell from, like, messages, like, oh, he keeps messaging me back. Whereas, like, here, it's like, do you like me or that coffee? Like, what are you smiling at? Oh, it's that coffee? Fine. Uh, Don't smile at me. No, I wouldn't want to take that the wrong way. Alex Keeley. I know. And And he's in love. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Here I am on the other end, and I'm so, so lonely.
0: (laughs) And that is why he's a great example because I'm like I don't know what the answer to this part of the the British culture is if if that's what we attribute it to because he's one of the guys that's trying to do the right thing and not be creepy and in pursuit of that it's becoming even harder to read and so it's like there's no winning.
1: Yeah, I I think there's like it is a fine line. Like I think people can be nice to each other and not be creepy, but I I can see how that's in this modern age, become very difficult to figure out for guys. But now I just find it gone completely the opposite way. It seems like you'd rather talk to that cardboard than me, so I'm going to leave now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean. Whereas I have a little bit and i think this is partly cultural as well i have a real interest in getting to understand people and each year that goes by i see myself turning into my parents more and more in this front where i want to like know everybody's background and like where their family are from and stuff and i used to be so cynical of this when i was younger and now i'm getting to a, an age where i'm like oh but it is kind of handy to know which city somebody's from and you start to get an idea of their their background and stuff. But I think that kind of interrogative way of getting to know somebody and really wanting answers about their perspective can be quite intense, particularly for a lot of British people, no?
1: No, I I 100% agree. But I I think that's fine. Um, Maybe because I'm an intense person. I'm like, let's all be a little bit more intense. Isn't that better than just (laughs) talking about cumulus clouds for 20 minutes? Like, I, I, I think I get... Because I'm a woman of color, there's slightly like two different questions about the intense background searches. One is like very yes. light and one is like a little bit more nefarious. And the thing is, most of the time, it is not, it's never been nefarious for me. I will say that the every, every time I've been completely grilled about where I'm from, it's been from another brown family. And they were like, no, we do not accept Canada. Where exactly, where's your family from? So I can talk to them and tell them that you're, bad at everything. That's not how they lead. But anyway, going back to what we were talking about, friendliness is good. Intense friendliness, I think is also good. But that might be because I'm intense.
0: Yes, I think (laughs) we are going to be in an echo chamber on this one where we're like, yeah, intensity, (laughs) it's relatable. Why wouldn't people like that? And you know what it's got me thinking about recently, and I want your perspective on this. So, I have been getting back on the dating apps and I found that there's not a a huge amount of conversation to be had. And I do think that's partly COVID related. And one of the things I'm realizing about this is in order to go along with that, I have to do a certain amount of like toning down my personality and simplifying Mm. my life. I like have multiple jobs. I'm a very busy person. And sometimes you feel this pressure to make your life sound sparser somehow in order to be more appealing and be like look I've got plenty of room for you and I sort of am at a point now where I'm like is that entirely compatible with the apps because how much do I have to simplify how I come across and actively try and be less intense in order to do this particular dance of the casual app chat And actually, maybe I'd be better refocusing more to meeting people in person where it's like, okay, you've got an impression of me right here, right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a really good thing that you just said, because like I don't engage with the apps that much, but I find that I can easily overtake the conversation just because there's so much. I mean, I can talk about comedy forever. So do you like do you pretend you do less? Is that what you're saying? Or do you just like, oh, yeah, I just do a little bit here and there, you know, boring office job, rolls eyes. What about you? Like, do you pretend that you're doing that?
0: Well, see, that also feels disingenuous, right? So I try not to do that, but I don't kind of elaborate on things unless prompted. If they say, what what have you been up to today? And I might say, recording some episodes for a podcast. I'm not going to then also be like, oh, and in the morning, I had to run a a stock delivery for my other business. And I was on the phone to somebody else about another upcoming project. Do you know what I mean? I'm not gonna go into all of that, particularly when let's be honest, like the the app chat is is generally pretty low key. And a lot of the time you reply with that question. And they say, what have you been up to? And they're like, Oh, nothing, just chilling today. Or I'll oh, just got yeah. off work at 5 p.m. Do you see what I mean? So that's the energy I'm trying to m- match. somehow match. And so I'll just be like, oh, I've recorded a few episodes of this. And then they can ask about that. But I find that if I, tell, if I share too much too quickly, people get confused and the confusion turns them off.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Do you want advice from a person who is single and shouldn't be giving advice? This is what I think. You should go straight in. I go head on to the intensity and I'd be like, hey, because you are because you just said earlier that I was like, oh no, I do all these things and I have room for you. I go the opposite way. I'm like, these are all the things I do. I do not have room for you. You need to, <laughs> you need to make it worth my while. <laughs> the single doesn't make sense, doesn't it? But I, I see what you're saying about like people, sometimes I'll meet energy and it's like, well- my hobbies are getting drinks with the guys on a friday night and i'm like no you're not for me <laughs> just sorry i do 40,000 things at the same time i need somebody not the same level cuz we kill each other but like you know who understands that so i think maybe i weed a little bit more where are you weeding or do you just want do want to
0: no no it's no Ramble away. It's a good question. I think I don't maybe enough, but then often it feels like it's not really real on dating apps until you get to meet somebody. So for me, often my first priority is like getting a conversation going. And then I try and base it off that because like going through people's profiles that you've maybe matched with, there's obviously something that caught your eye to match with them in the first place right and so I think there's only so much further you can intuit by going through them again and being like who should I message so instead I try and depending how much effort because I very much go in and out of how much I use them If, if I'm really on it then I will try and message each new match and get a conversation going and so yeah I think initially it's get the chat going and then figure them out more easily from that
1: okay That's interesting, but also you're in Ireland. Is it better in Ireland from England? Is the chat better? I feel like it would be better.
0: I think no because of COVID and people are still more cautious over here. Like we're in more restrictions than in England. And so I think that's an element of it where people are holding off a little bit. And I think that a lot of the people that really wanted to get in a relationship, maybe did that in the lockdowns, so like found a way to make that work. And so a lot mm-hmm. of other people are sort of like biding their time a little bit. Whereas I'm here like, no, I'm ready. Let's let's go for it. Let's <laughs> everybody come back to the dating. It's time, it's time. Yeah. So yeah, so there's that. But I think, no, in, in some ways, there are some good differences. I do find the profiles here to be funnier. Humor mm. is obviously something that's put forward more in the profiles here. Um, which is fun. Also, what's the funniest
1: thing you've got seen so far?
0: Oh, shit. (laughs) This is why I host this podcast and I'm not a guest on it. I I think a lot of the things I remember are really bad things, but I just, so I don't have any to mind right now, but I just see a lot of like committed jokes where it's like maybe they're a little bit corny or maybe, you know, they're, they're knowingly silly, but people are making the effort to be funny on there and maybe more yeah. like silly photos of them. What else? You definitely notice um, having a pint in front of you in at least one of your pictures. It seems to be a like, I know how to have fun indicator that I see more here. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, it's almost like there's an obligatory uh, night out selfie as well, just to be like, I, I can have a good
1: time. Uh, I, I think the the usually the photos for the guys tends to be, here's me in a suit, I can clean up. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in it for the suit. I just love jackets, you know. Like, I love, I love it. It's just that the the. the uh, anyway. And then here's a picture of me with a cute animal. If it's a baby, they have to like specify this is not my baby. And then there's the other one where it's like, hey, I'm with my friends. This is me with my. Fr- I have a few friends at least. And then I think there's a first fourth one where it's like a single, like full full length, so you know that they don't. Like, if, if you just have the chest up, you know, like, what are you hiding? So I think that's a normal one. Or the other kind of guy where it's just, like, only selfies and then one or two are shirtless. And I'm like, OK, either you have no friends or you're in it for something else. But, yeah. I'm
0: I'm glad you. it sounds like you're not seeing as many of the photos taken from below the chin as <laughs> maybe I'm seeing
1: oh yeah i've seen i've seen i've seen a few of those that they're freaking scary those messages are freaking scary just be like hey i want you and then the guy i'm really short too and it was like that guy's like usually like six foot five and it's like let's meet right now and i'm like no you'll you'll hurt me you'll step on me i'm really afraid of being stepped on
0: yeah you're just looking at them and being like um oh. If I wanted to know what he looks like as a tall potato, this photo tells me.
1: <laughs> Which is my type, but no, a few more things.
0: And so you mentioned uh, briefly that you've tried out Muzmatch. How far have you gone into the Muslim-specific dating apps? And is that is that a factor? Is religion a factor for you?
1: No, definitely not. Uh, people ask me what type of Muslim I am, and I say atheist. My my family, my family are uh, are Muslim, and like I I observe like the holidays and stuff like that because my family is important to me. But like, yeah, I, I don't think I believe in the religion too much. Which would if they hear this podcast, they'd be very upset about. It. They're like because they keep holding out hope and they keep trying to reconvert me with things like oh, let's all pray together. I have a headache, but it's not working. I don't know. I I I I don't think I would relate to somebody who is very very religious but if they're kind of like me where they're like grew up in that environment but are questioning of their beliefs then maybe I could date them but I literally only went on there because somebody made me I don't remember who in my family and went on there for like two whole minutes and then I'm like nope no thank you
0: and so what about the opposite if someone's very cynical of religion do you think you could still date them
1: yeah, it be, you can be cynical, but it's it's like how rude are you? Because I I have very very religious family members and I can make fun of them, but I'll protect them from really really awful people. Well, yeah. It, it's like we can all have different. I'm I'm happy with difference of opinion, but are you kind?
0: Yes. And honestly, the the longer I go in the world of dating, the more I'm like, yeah, that someone nice. <laughs> that's yeah. my requirement. Someone that's nice to me. Are you-
1: what are you looking for? Somebody nice and who likes me.
0: <laughs> and, and then you think about your past, and you're like, I'm not. I'm not sure the second one was true for all of the people I've been
1: with. <laughs> Either the first or the second. They'd like me, but they weren't that nice, or they were nice, but they didn't like me. I think that's it. We've just narrowed it down to two two characteristics that you need for dating. Solved it.
0: Yeah, I know. And what does that say about us that we try and have all these strategies sometimes and and very much that becomes a part of this show. And it's like, you can have all the strategy, but if you're still going for people that are not making sense for you, is the strategy helping you?
1: That's a really good question. Is the strategy helping you? (laughs) Uh, No, no, it's a a very deep thing that you just said. It's basically uh, the plans we make for ourselves? Are they uh, working? When all of this is chaos and you meet random people and like, how how does this even work? And we're all like ball of our own insecurities. Like, how can you even make a plan for that? So I've just gone in a very nihilistic direction, but I, there's, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) I think that feels, that feels real. That feels honest. And so you're at this point where you've You've done enough to be on the apps, but you're unsure about humans and interacting with them do you do you see that changing or is this is this you now? you're like one of them is uh. going to have to appear in a helicopter and meet all of my requirements and then I will consider them
1: well if as we established, we've only got two requirements they're nice and they like me <laughs> helicopter not necessary, but it is definitely a bonus i I don't know if this is gonna be forever but i I think it it'll take me a while to come out of my cocoon a little bit. Let's see what happens in the summer, but it's like the apps aren't great and uh the med, men I meet in real life don't seem to like me. So that's where I am right now.
0: It's tricky. I was thinking about it the other day where I'm like maybe maybe we just maybe we just get old school. Maybe I just get better at striking up conversations with people IRL and asking them on dates and I'm like I definitely have the confidence and the audacity to approach people in that way but also I don't want to put any pressure on people and I'm a big personality and so yeah. do you know what I mean that that would also come across as a lot but then I'm like all of this is strange us putting little profiles yeah. of our faces online and swiping back and forth like we're we're beyond strange in dating now maybe
1: no, I completely agree and I think you should definitely do that in real life and see what happens. Because like if it does come across a little bit too much, you'll know after the first time. Whereas like right now it's a maybe a theoretical exercise. I think I'll try it too, but it's interesting because I actually don't have a lot of confidence. <laughs> it's just my accent. People think I'm very confident because of my accent. <laughs> but I'm I'm not. I'm like extremely afraid no one likes me. So i um the here I'll I'll say to you right now on this podcast yeah I'm going to go out and find somebody you like and I'm like you yeah, sir will you date me but I don't know if I'll finish the sentence <laughs> I'll probably run away I mean
0: there's a, there's a level of self awareness I like you I think you're you're great and I appreciate your level of intensity but no it's it's a thing that you've got to be aware of right I I'm trying to think so I did have an example of this slightly recently where here in Ireland when you go into a restaurant you have to have your covid your proof of being double jabbed checked and so that way you get to be in the restaurant eat unmasked and with the confidence that everyone else is double jabbed and personally that that works for me i feel very safe in that environment that does mean that part of that is they often write down your name and a contact number sometimes a few other details when they check it and so the other day i i was kind of flirting a little bit with the guy that was on the on the door we were chatting away there was like a delay on the table I was with a group of friends and so I sort of was like oh here's here's an opportunity here's a time for where you you can make a move in real life and I sort of bottled it because what I meant to do was like flirt a little bit more or show interest in some kind of way and instead I just came up with this sort of line in my head of like if, if you wanted to uh, just take my number from your list, like I know you're at work or whatever, but if, if you wanted to uh, take my number, you're welcome to it. And then I think he said okay, because he was surprised by the phrasing of it, no doubt. <laughs> and I went to rejoin my friends and wait for our table. Now, he, he remained at the desk, obviously, because that was his job and there were other people to deal with. And I hope I didn't make him feel awkward, but I'm like in, yeah, God, I was... Turns out I was the Alex Keeley of the situation where I not yeah. to make it awkward. I gave a very formulaic strategy to a stranger and was like, in case you wanted it, here is a strategy for how you could text me <laughs> rather than just being like, you seem cool, maybe we should go for a drink sometime.
1: Yeah, he probably didn't understand what was actually happening. He was like, uh, okay, do you want me to message you in case you have COVID? Like, I don't know. Oh my God! I feel so, I, I'm laughing only because this is. I would do the same. I think I have done the same. Like something. God, like I
0: something hope within context it made some kind of sense. But but blast! Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but then also, like he's he's at work. Do you know what I mean? Like I, uh-huh. I don't know if I would have necessarily been like taking a customer's details either. So uh, yeah, there's probably a policy against that, right? So that yeah, is-
1: GDPR. Oh, my God. What if he thought you were, like, GDPR, GDPR police? And then if you, he had messaged you, would be like, oh, you just stole customer data, bitch. I think That's you're attractive, but you suck. Yeah. yeah. And
0: he's run away into the night. Like, he's fled the country in case the GDPR people come from. <laughs> Or I go there the next time and there's a hole in the ground where he used to be stood just to be like he he just got so confused by the situation, he just disintegrated. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I can't believe uh, I've told you that story. Anyway, yeah, so that's that's how it's going, me trying to be meeting people. It's it's an experience.
1: Yeah, but how do you flirt? Because like, so I've seen some, some girls and they're really good at flirting and they, and you know, like the, the things like, oh, touch his arm, you know, like bat your eyes. I don't know. I don't know what it is. And But I'm like, ah, I'm going to touch somebody's arm today. And it's just so so bad. And I, 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 it was just so, it's just whenever a robot tries to flirt, that's what I feel like I was doing. I think I accidentally did a boop, you know, a nose boop, like, mm-hmm when you don't touch somebody and you're like nose boop somebody and then you're like, I have to leave. I can't, I can't be in this conversation
0: anymore. I've just ruled myself out of this situation. I need to leave for everyone's sake.
1: No. Yeah. I... Me, after this, I'm going to judge you because that's, that's too, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I nose boop?
0: Yeah. I, so I think I'm okay at flirting. I think it helps that I have a lot of close friends, many of whom I'm sort of like flirty with within the friendship. Oh. So it's probably quite lived in with me. But I guess the catch of that is that maybe everybody and no one thinks that I like them. It could go either way. Uh,
1: I see. No, same with me, because I'm like, I'm very talkative and I like make fun of people a lot. It kind of comes with the territory. So you could think that's flirting, but it's definitely not directed at anybody. And if it is direct, no, if if I do like somebody, I'm even less likely to be flirty. I'll be like, oh, looking at him looking at him from afar and he's like you'll know <laughs> I'll, I'll just give him like one eye look and it's like oh he didn't he didn't see that uh it's over I can't. It can't it, it will just never be from this conversation i've realized that i will be alone forever. it's
0: it's been a roller coaster i, th- I think it's so lovely to meet a comrade out here in these dating streets who is like yeah, this is, it's, it's a, it's a wild, wild time. And uh, I could take or leave people a lot of the time. And yeah. we're having that conversation whilst also realising we could take or leave ourselves based on some of the things that we've said.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is like an awkward, intense comrade. In
0: I, I talked about that with a guest off-air not long ago where she was saying she feels really conflicted on people talking about dating on dates. Like, do you get too meta and it ruins it? Do you know what I mean? And you become like colleagues rather than two people that are supposed to be in the dating. But I think yeah. it can also be like a nice release to be like, so this is fucking exhausting, right? Like, we're, we can connect over that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think anything anything that you connect over is fine I I think sometimes I try too hard once I was just like run out of things to say what are your three greatest fears (laughs) and and then it became an interview style situation and uh, it it didn't go well
0: (laughs) yes one intense person to another that's a pretty intense question (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Even I would be terrified at that and I share a lot of my life on the internet via these shows. Yeah. Greatest fears. But no, it is it is tricky to to draw the boundaries of what uh what is off and on topic on dates and like how many dates in do you get before you start asking about certain things? And then that's all great until the date is awkward and you panic about a silence and then you find yourself asking anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird situation. I just want to, you know, there's like dating coach who will like hide in the bushes and then give you, feed you ideas. If I ever get famous enough, I'll just, I'll just gonna hire somebody.
0: Yeah, I would. I'm fascinated by the idea of matchmaking and also speed dating. I've not engaged in either. Yeah. And I think I would enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I, can you sell yourself within a couple of minutes? Yeah, I think we, I think you would. Yeah. Oh yeah, we can yeah.
0: we can perform we can perform under pressure to strangers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah within within a couple of minutes, hundred percent. I'll get one or two jokes out. I'll be like, hey, maybe even a nose boop. I'll, I'll get in there. Anything yeah, longer yeah, than sure. three minutes will will be tough. Yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. I think that's where we'll be saved. It's short enough that yeah that they they get gone before anything gets too complicated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go speed exactly. dating. Let's do it. I'll just come over to Ireland chill out that seems like
0: an intense thing to do yeah yeah that won't be any pressure for them at all where are you staying possibly with you
1: yep (laughs) interested
0: right well i yeah and that's the other thing is the dating even happening at the moment with the restrictions i'm gonna have to find out but for now we should get to our rules of the game so is there anything you try and live by in dating or relationships that you would dare to recommend Hmm.
1: Fuck you, Alex Kaley. No, no, I don't know him well enough to say that. I'm kidding. We've talked about him a lot today. Well, circling back to the ad that my mom put out on it thing, basically she was always worried about me not getting married and then she became quiet for a little bit. So I guess my dating rule to the people listening is if your parents are worried about you getting married and then they go quiet for a little bit, go check out your local newspapers. <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> just saying the worry hasn't left they're doing something
0: yes i like that and perhaps that's not the worst outcome you know it's it could be that they totally disowned you and that's why they're not talking to you or that they've just totally given up so maybe the newspaper is one of the better options
1: yeah just do some investigation there's there's something happening
0: (laughs) Yeah, don't, don't trust a quiet parent. I think that is a very fair rule. I think you get some points exactly. there. <laughs> Having lived through exactly. the consequences firsthand. I am actually stuck, which is... I, I may have to make up a new one every time. And it's I've generally been okay with it. So I'm just recapping in my head. I think I've got one. Yeah. My rule is, I think to try and find ways to broaden out how you're meeting people. Keep your options open because as much as I love the apps really and they fascinate me, they also have their own challenges and they shouldn't be used to rule out any other ways of meeting people. And so maybe a bit of speed dating, maybe it's time for me to, you know, shake a few of my friends and be like, you, you know people, right? You know other single people. What What do you reckon? You seem like you might be able to set me up on a date with a more compatible person than an algorithm does, possibly. So, yeah, maybe maybe getting old school and see, OK, what kinds of ways to meet people are we maybe overlooking.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then ask them, your friends anyway, because uh, I already asked my friends. They know somebody from me at lunch. That seems like that would solve my problems as well. <laughs>
0: All right. Let's just, yeah, absolutely. I think the summary of this episode is we're just going to offload this work onto our friends. That's what they're for, right?
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah,
0: they can date for us. I mean, yeah, some of them are in relationships. Be like, you know, you know how to do this, clearly, maybe. All right. Well, we'll wrap up on that note. Thank you so much. If people want to find out more of your work, where should they go?
1: Um, I'm Charlene Comedy, so S-H-A-R-L-I-N Comedy on all the platforms. But I mostly use Instagram. So if you want to follow me, definitely go. And if you're a young man of a good reputation <laughs> you may come why did i i just started started sounding very like bridgerton or pride and prejudice of good family background um a virile seed. i don't know why i've kept going anyway chat me up no please don't i, I don't know how i would react under those circumstances anyway charlotte comedy i shouldn't have cuts talking
0: yeah I... Possibly write her a, a manuscript of your heart, or possibly don't. You chance it, find out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: All right. Thank you so much.
1: No, I'm sorry. This is probably the most manic conversation you've ever had.
0: <laughs> I, I loved it. It's honestly a wonderful metaphor for dating. I think you got it spot on. You you met the tone.
1: I was just like, I was like, I, I, I'm, I am slightly nervous, and I'm like, uh, stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> all right i'm gonna shut up now okay i'm gonna leave and drink hot chocolate
0: thanks for listening you can support the show get ad-free episodes and bonus content by joining our new subscription on apple podcasts this replaces our patreon and it's slightly cheaper our show is edited and produced by pete murta with music by the brilliant tessa violet speak to you next friday until then good luck out out there. there